You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael will be talking about the importance of having your gifts and opt-in products reflect the true value you provide. That's up in a bit in our Business Builder, so stay tuned. But first, it's our success interview. Today we are talking with Marjean Fields. Marjean manages investor negotiation and property evaluation at AZ Wealth Builders, a company that focuses on bringing safe, and affordable housing to the community while creating long-term income for their investors. Real estate investing is such an interesting business and a business that has both risks and rewards. Marjean has a great story to tell and I know she's going to have some amazing tips and strategies to share with business and what she does. So I'm excited for our conversation today. Welcome. Thank you, Janelle. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited about our conversation. It's a little bit different than some of the other guests we have had, so I think it's going to be um, some great information for our listeners. And I'd love to start all of our conversations by asking our guests to share a little bit about themselves, their business, how it got started, and how it's evolved over time. Absolutely. Well, my husband is a general contractor, so about three years ago, we started flipping properties. We would buy single-family properties, fix them up, and then put them back on the market in a matter of two to three months. We realized fairly quickly that we had started an extra job, not a business, Mm -hmm. and with the amount of work that he was already doing in his general contracting business and the amount of work that it was taking for the flips, we decided that we needed to look at something more passive. Um, so we started getting educated in the apartment complexes. We were hooked up with an educational system that is, in my opinion, superior to any ones that I have been able to find. And that was about nine months ago. Currently, we are under contract for four different properties. We typically look in the Texas, Arizona, and Oklahoma markets. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the properties that we purchase are syndicated. Um, we also added another person as a business partner who has experience as an appraiser. So when we're looking at these properties, we are truly able to decipher which ones are going to be value-add opportunities and get a more realistic expectation of exactly how much equity we can gain over time. 
interesting. I love the fact that you looked at what you were doing, realized that something had to change, and then looked for a solution. So when you were looking for something to do, can you share with our listeners maybe some of the steps or the evaluation process that you went through to kind of find what you found and then to vet it? Because I think a lot of people are looking for different coaches, training, experience, opportunities, but they don't quite know how to find the right one. Sure. So with my husband being a general contractor, anytime that you're looking to get bids, you always get three bids. And mm -hmm. my advice for anybody moving forward or looking for a mentor or coach, you know, meet at least three different people. There's a few things you really need to look for, and believe it or not, price is not the main factor. You want to look for experience. Are they doing what you want to do? How long have they been doing it? How successful are they? So if someone's been doing it for 10 years and they've gotten nowhere, that's probably not going to be the appropriate coach for you. Mm -hmm. um, for us, it also mattered where are they. So in real estate, you know, it's real estate is countrywide. Um, we happen to choose a person that has multiple locations throughout the U.S., some on the East Coast, some on the West Coast. So they were very familiar with the laws, the markets, and, and everything in between. I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that whoever we did find as a mentor or coach could speak educatedly about our market and our surrounding markets in the surrounding state. Um, mm. The other thing I would definitely suggest is when you're talking to the mentors, get specifics on exactly what they are going to do, meaning what plan do they have you on? Make sure that it's not just a, well, we'll have a conversation when you need it, Maybe we might talk once a month. What I liked about our mentors, they had a very specific plan of attack to ensure success for us. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just literally plugging into a system. Um, I'm big on systems. I'm big on teams. And this particular mentor had both. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I would suggest is when you find out all that information, talk to whomever you are going to be directly connected with. A lot of these gurus have sub-coaches, mm -hmm. which is absolutely fine. Those people can bring just as much value as the main guru. But have a conversation with whomever you are actually going to be connected with as a coach to make sure that the personality matches, to make sure that they understand exactly that you are looking for and that they are able to deliver on that. Mm-hmm. Those are actually um, excellent things to look at, and um, I would um, add to that, I always find that it's important to make sure that whoever you're going with has invested in their self-development at the same level they're asking you to in invest. I find there are a lot of coaches that ask people to, you know, invest in them in, you know, five, ten, thirty thousand or more, and they have not invested in themselves at that level. And also, I, you mentioned it um, at, at the first one, but I want to reiterate that, their level of success, because I find there are a lot of coaches asking people to invest, and they're 
they don't have what they're teaching people how to, to get. So I think it's really important to make sure they are successful and you know, they're not broke coaches teaching you how to make money. Right. <laughs> and I totally agree with you that um, any, any coach, any really truly successful person continually invests in education, coaching, mentoring. Um, so you, you really, really want to find that coach that far surpasses. You know, our particular mentor has spent three times as much on one program as mm -hmm. we spent on his program. And I like mm -hmm. hearing that. You know, another right. thing that we really paid attention to, um, he's a speaker. He does speaking engagements, and he's spoken with people like Donald Trump. So other very successful people have seen this person, seen this mentor, and believes in them so mm -hmm. much that they now travel together and speak all over the country. He's also spoken with Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there, there's a lot of weight behind that. When you have a coach and a mentor who's around their coaches and their mentors, you're just getting so much more information, so much more help, and it really does drive the success of your business, having that, that one person that you can turn to when you do face a challenge. And not only have they been through it, but they can rely on their mentors and their coaches who have probably been through it three or four times and mm -hmm. can tell you different ways to get around it. That is um, great advice to think about when you're looking for a coach or a mentor. So let me ask you, because you're in a field that is a little bit more non-traditional um, and you're putting together really a, a custom plan for what you do, and I love the fact that you can do your business from anywhere, you can travel, you can do a lot of different things, so you really do have true flexibility and freedom. But what were some of the things maybe that you've learned along the way that you can share about building a business that um, really fits your lifestyle? Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do you travel so much? and you're able to still do what you do, and my response is always the same, and it's the advice I would give to anyone starting a new business. You cannot do it on your, your own, and nor should you. Mm -hmm. Build a team. If you want to be successful, you have to build a team. You know, as we're talking, you and I were talking earlier, and I'm in Boston, unfortunately. I'm a little stuck here right now. But back home, mm -hmm. I've got an entire team of people working for me, picking up whatever slack is being caused by the family emergency that's going on that's leaving me in Boston. So mm -hmm. nothing is delayed. Nothing is a problem because I can rely on my team. My business is keeping going without me there because my team is there. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs, um, you know, we really are, are leaders. We're very strong people, you know, very creative. But the one thing that I see that makes or breaks a business is the team behind the business. It is imperative. I absolutely agree that a team is, is critical. I think a lot of people struggle with how do I find the right team? How do I make sure that they're doing the right things? They're saying I can't afford to pay them. And I challenge people to really look at what you're doing because I always say, how can you afford not to pay them? I know so many entrepreneurs are doing $15 an hour work, 
instead of being out selling and building their programs and doing the things that only they can do. And I challenge people to really think about how you're spending your time because you can't afford not to pay them. <laughs> it's funny, Janelle, because I am very much that person if you leave me to my own <laughs> devices. And um, it was actually Sandra Yancey that really brought it to my attention that I was doing too much on my own. And I sat out and wrote a list of the top three things that I can do that only I can do. Mm -hmm. And I hire out the rest. Now, thank you to Sandra Yancey for that. I don't even, you know, clean my house anymore. Somebody mm -hmm. else who gets me <laughs> to do it, they do that. Because that's not in the top three things that only I can do. And it's, it's just so imperative. And you're so right on just absolutely right on. You know, there's very few things that only you can do and only you can do well. The rest of it can be handled by other people. And when people tell me, you know, I can't afford someone, I agree with you. My first thought is you can't afford not to. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing a 15-an-hour job and your time is worth $100 an hour, you're shortchanging yourself. You, you're literally putting yourself into poverty because you are not getting paid the amount that you need to to really sustain your business or your life. Um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs who are very successful. Um, I'm specifically thinking of, of one particular um, plumber, actually, that I know in Arizona. And um, he and his brother would take massive pay cuts, massive pay cuts, every single time that they hired a new person. I mean, they got down below the poverty line a few times, and it got a little scary for them a couple times. But they did it on faith, and every single time that they added another person, after a few months, it would increase their pay tenfold. So if these entrepreneurs, you know, if you have a little bit of patience and um, really think it through on who do you want to hire, what what is the best use of their time, and then empower them to do so, I think they would be very shocked to find out how much money they actually do have once they have help. Mm -hmm. It's so huge. Absolutely. And what I find is when you've got that help, you also get really creative and committed to getting out and getting the clients. It's, it's really what you, what you put out, you attract in. And I think a lot of people, when they're doing it themselves, say, well, I'll wait, you know, until I have the business. And what happens is when you know you've got to make that payroll and you know you've got to make that, you've made that commitment, it makes you much more committed to do those things that will really make a bigger difference. You're absolutely correct. When other people are relying on you, it makes a huge difference just mentally, subconsciously. You may not even recognize how much it drives you until you look back and go, wow, look what I've done. Mm -hmm. and, and honestly, it's, to me, it feels better when you can provide that job for someone else, when, when you are that person that they can rely on to support their family. At the end of the day, to me, I feel better being that person that can support an entire other family than selling any product in the world. You know, as entrepreneurs, we, it's not just about what products can we push out to the world. It's more of how can we make an impact in people's lives. And the more people that you hire, agree. the more of an impact that you make. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you've given us some great advice and great things to think about so far. We need to take a real quick break. And when we come back, I'd love to shift the conversation just a little bit because I know at one point you looked for a better way to monetize your passion because monetizing is key. It's not just enough to follow your passion. You really need to, to monetize it. So yes. I would love to have you share a little bit about that when we come back. Absolutely. This is, Janelle, this is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Today in our success interview, we're talking with Marjane Fields. Marjane manages investor negotiation and property evaluation at AZ Wealth Builders. And she had a really interesting story. So if you missed it before our break, make sure that you go back and listen. And she also shared some great advice about how to find a coach, a mentor, and training. And the, the last piece we talked about before the break, which I thought was really priceless also, was really building your team. That's so key to your success. And what I'd like to do is shift our conversation a little bit and have you talk a little bit, Marjean, about um, really monetizing your passion because I know that at one point you were really looking for a better way to do it. It's great to have passion, but you've got to monetize it. And I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners get stuck. They don't figure out how to do that. And I'd just love to have you share just a little bit about that. 
Absolutely. So my passion is really helping people, and I know a lot of people say that, but I'm very much that one person that, um, you know, I'll work for free if it helps someone else kind of thing. So monetizing my passions has always been a little challenging because the monetary side of it is not necessarily the most important thing to me. So how do you make an impact in people's lives? How do you make an impact to your community? Um, one of the best ways that you can do that is through real estate. Um, as I mentioned before, my husband's a general contractor. I worked with him as a designer for years and years. So I truly love going in and looking at properties, finding finding what's wrong, and being able to make it beautiful again, make it right, make it livable, make it clean, make it safe. Making an impact on the community is so, so big to me. So it's, it's really, you know, a lot of people say if you, if you love what you do, you never work in a day in your life. Well, it really is true. You know, I, I travel around all over the country, and I get to walk apartment complexes and take a look at the work that other people have done and, and figure out a way to make it better. Um, I get to talk to people in the community and, and listen to what they have to say about their community and the improvements that they want. So to me, it's just so, so much fun making that impact, being involved with these people, you know, being able to produce something that they wanted, that they didn't know how to necessarily get, you know, I get to make that happen, and, and so I love it. So what I would, the advice that I would give to other people um, as far as monetizing their businesses, I, I would give them the same advice my father gave me. Don't be afraid to charge for what you truly love. Don't be afraid to charge for it because there's lots of other people that probably want to do the exact same thing or similar or be involved, and they don't necessarily know how to do it. So even if you're the bleeding heart like I am, you still want to charge for it. You still have bills to pay. You still have a mouth you've got to feed. So charge. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a crazy amount. You can always make it fair and reasonable and just. But you should definitely always, always charge for the things that you're most, pa most passionate for. And mm -hmm. believe it or not, what I have found is that if you don't worry about the money, set your prices, it is what it is, and move on, but you really focus on your passion and how you can give back and the impact that you can make and have fun with it, the money mm -hmm. will come. It just will. It does every time. You can't be that positive, that happy, and, and, and not see success. People are naturally driven to people that are happy. And people will naturally come to you. Obviously, there's going to be some footwork that you probably need to do. But your success, the success will come to you because of the passion that you have behind it. Absolutely. And it's interesting because um, Michael wrote, Turn Knowledge to Profit, the six, six Success Secrets of Speakers, Coaches, and Authors. And you just touched on three of the principles. Um, <laughs> entrepreneurs monetize passion, value determines worth, and vision attracts opportunity. And I guess on another one too, because persistence drives results, so you stick with it. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's so important for people to get clear and to really get, you know, know that they're, they can charge what they're worth. I think people, because it comes 
easy to us when we're an expert at a lot of things. We feel that it's not valuable. And I talk to entrepreneurs all the time that say, well, nobody will pay for that. It's really easy. Well, it's easy for <laughs> you because you get it. I mean, you know, the things that you're doing seem easy to you, I'm sure. And to other people, they don't have any idea how to do it. And I think that that's really important to understand, you know, to understand that. You, you are so right. You know, I, I say to everyone, everything and pretty much everything in the world can be solved with either time or money. So if entrepreneurs really step back and remove their thoughts and their ego behind it and look at these people are coming to you because they, they do have something that they need resolved, solved, figured out, whatever. They need your expertise. Even if you think that, yes, they could do it on their own, it's so easy, it's either time or money. So either they're going to have to spend the time to learn it or they're going to have to pay you to do it. What you're mm -hmm. offering them is a faster, better, more professional way out so that they don't have to spend the time to do it themselves. I think maybe if that helps one person charge a little bit more <laughs> or mm -hmm. realize that they're worth a little bit more, I really, really hope that that helps because it really does come down to either time or money. Mm -hmm. That's so very true. So, so tell me, what are you working on right now? Oh boy, we've got a lot going on right now. So um, what I do is I help people use like their 401ks, their IRAs to invest in real estate to get better returns than the banks or the stock market will typically yield. And all of these are backed and secured by real estate. So it's a pretty safe investment. So right now we've got two properties in Texas that are under contract and we're currently you know, raising money for. We've got a property in Arizona that is under contract and we'll be raising some money for that here soon as well. We've got another one in Tucson. So excuse me, I misspoke. We have five. Um, the Tucson one is a, is a very interesting one as well. And then we've got um, another mentor, actually, because I believe in having more than just one mentor. Um, and he has another property that we're helping him raise money on as well. So we've got a ton, ton, ton going on. Um, lots of huge opportunities. You know, everybody keeps saying, oh, the real estate market is dead. Well, no, it's not. It's just you have to dig a little bit harder. <laughs> but it's not impossible, um, clearly. So we're, we're rolling right along. We're super busy, but, man, we're just loving every single second of it. The ones in Texas should be closer soon, and then we've got some construction and some different remodeling and things that need to go on with that. But, yeah. Very interesting. So if someone was saying that they wanted to do something, so, you know, they're looking to, you know, increase their, you know, their, their net worth or, you know, create some extra cash, how could they um, learn more about what you're doing or how could they find out if it might be something that would be a fit for them? So they can check out our website. That is the www.azwealthbuilder.com. And that we typically put the properties that we have done in the past. Um, on that website, so they're more than welcome to take a look at it, browse through, you know, what's happened in the past, anything new that comes up, because we follow all the SEC guidelines, and so they, mm -hmm. ha they have some pretty strict rules about soliciting for investors, 
Um, so if they, if they would like more information on upcoming deals, they will need to get in touch with me, which again, they can do, th do so through the website. And we'll start a, a process. It's, um, it, it really is a relationship process. So we have a few phone calls. There's some paperwork they've got to take a look at. Um, we talk to them about their investment criteria um, and, you know, the risks involved with real estate and everything in between. Um, but I'm always more than happy to chat with people. Whether you think you don't have enough money or you think, oh, I have too much money for this, we can take care of both ends and everything in between. You'd be surprised how little money you actually need to start investing, especially in apartment complexes, because it's a syndication. So it's a group of investors rather than one person buying it. So it's not, le it's not like, um, you know, people with only a few, you know, $10,000 or so can't invest. That's what I love so much about the apartments is that we can take everything from, you know, the small investors to the big giant investment bankers and everybody mm -hmm. in between. So um, especially in this market, real estate is really hot. Um, I would encourage people that are thinking about possibly fixing and flipping or getting into something on their own. If this is not something that you have done multiple times in the past, you're actually having a huge risk in this market. So whether mm -hmm. it's me or anybody else, if you are new at investing in real estate and you would like to learn more about it, I would highly encourage everyone to um, connect with the people who are already doing it, who have a track record, because those mm -hmm. are the people where your investment is going to be safe. Yeah, that's interesting you say that because Michael and I were just talking the other day because we love watching all the shows and all the things that people are doing with flipping property, but it looks like the market and the profits have certainly um, gotten smaller and probably as more people are trying to get in. So, you know, it's one of those things you really need to be an expert or connect with an expert to be able to really have the support and make sure that you're, you know, making the most and, and really having the best success at it. Yeah, that's, this is so, so true, Janelle. And we're actually in the middle of a market shift. It doesn't necessarily feel that way right mm -hmm. now that the investors like myself, we pay attention to certain things and we are seeing the beginnings of the shift. The writing is on the wall. It is coming. So my fear for a lot of these people that are just starting to get into flipping is that they're going to buy a property and the market's going to shift right in the middle of it and they're going to lose all their money. And mm -hmm. it's just, I would really, I would hate to see that with anybody I know. And I'd sure hate to hear that story. So, you know, I cannot impress this enough if you are thinking about joining any kind of getting into real estate investing in any sort of way, get connected with the people that are already doing it. You will save yourself years and years of heartache and turmoil. You'll save your money. It is a big deal right now. The margins are getting very, very slim. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of these guys that put out these quote deals, if you really know what you're doing, they're not deals at all. And I've heard of a couple of different stories in the last six months of people losing their money. Mm -hmm. So very, very cautious in this market. It's just at its height and it needs to come down and it's starting to. So now is when it gets a little, little scary. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's great advice as we end our conversation. And, and in some ways, it goes back to where we started our conversation with when you're looking for someone to work with, make sure you're asking the right questions, you're doing the right due diligence. You know, something, if it sounds too good to be true, 
you know, you really need to, to look at it um, and make sure that you're vetting the resources and the people that you're working with. And um, you've given us some great advice today, and I really thank you for your time. Can you tell us one more time how people can connect with you and learn more? Absolutely. Our, our website address is www.azwealthbuilder.com. And my email address, if people want to email me, feel free, is amazonmaryjaysandjane.riseabove at gmail.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been a really interesting conversation, and it's been fun. Thank you so much, Donnell. I really, truly enjoyed this. Oh, my pleasure. So stay tuned. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder. This is Donnell McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, I wanted to give you some quick ways you can create free gifts and opt-in products. You know, free gifts and opt-ins are one of those items that I don't think people leverage enough. When you're talking from the front of the room, when you're talking in front of a small group, we should have a really clear what's next, what do we want them to do. And Michael, I think this is a great way for people to get their listeners or get their audience to opt in so they can collect their email address and really start to nurture them. So what's the easiest way for someone to start creating free gifts and opt-ins? Well, really, you know, they're, they're first off, they're free. So you don't want to spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, um, a lot of expense 
creating something that you're just going to be giving away. Um, you are going to get their email address in exchange for the free product, but still you don't want to spend a lot of money on it. So one of the easiest ways to, to create one is to just leverage something you already have. So if you have a, a course and it has worksheets in it, could you package up one of those worksheets as a free giveaway? Um, if you have a book, could you summarize the main chapters or the main thoughts in the book into a short ebook? Um, those are the kind of things you can do almost instantly and have a free product with very, very little effort. You know, I think back to when we did our first um, free ebook. I think it was about 27 pages and it had so much content. We actually, if you remember, we actually turned that into a multi part course. It had so much content in it. And I love the idea of a worksheet because one of the things that I found is if you give someone something actionable to do where they can see a result, they can get information immediately, it really helps them see the value of what you have to offer. Absolutely. And that's pretty typical of what I see with a lot of clients is they want to put everything they know into everything they do. So uh, they go to do an e a simple ebook and it ends up being, 20, as you said, 25, 27, 30, 40 pages. And it truly is everything they know. And uh, when you're giving away something free, you don't want to give away everything you know. You want to give people just enough that they get a sense for what you do, how you do it, and uh, leave them wanting more. So if you can take your overall process and maybe slim it down to uh, the main steps or even take one of those steps and create something around that, but do it very quickly with very little effort, pulling from everything that you already have, your courses, your coaching, uh, your speaking, whatever it is you have, uh, just pulling that out and and creating something that's simple that doesn't overwhelm the reader um, you know today people when they they download free uh, gifts they, they don't expect a lot they expect something of value for sure but they don't expect to get your entire process or your entire consulting expertise or anything like that if you can give them just a few things to get them moving and that's really the key just to get them moving um, not necessarily to get them all the way through whatever it is you teach be it selling or marketing or product development or whatever that might be but at least get them moving so sort of think in terms of what's the first thing they could do to get moving um, that does a couple of things one it gets them into action very quickly um, so they see progress it, it, second, it leaves them wanting more. So they've got the first step down and the natural ne next question is, okay, and what's next? And that leaves you the opportunity to then come in behind it with whatever services or products that you have to sell uh, and, and really take advantage of that, um, that opening that you now have that someone's First off, they've raised their hand and said, I'm interested. They downloaded what was free. And now they're potentially calling you back or emailing you back and saying, hey, I did this first step. It was great. It really moved me along. 
now what do I do next? And the what do they do next, that's um, something that you can actually sell. So, so really the idea is to do something as quickly as you possibly can with as little effort as you can, but with some value associated with it. Um, the second thing is it's always really good if, in fact, it's, I would say it's almost essential that whatever you're giving them supports what you just spoke about. If you're giving it away at the end of a talk, you want to make sure that it supports your talk. Um, you may do a lot of things in your business um, and all related to one general topic, but uh, your talk typically is a short snippet of what you know. It's a very abbreviated version of what you know. And if you can then follow that with a free giveaway that supports, reinforces, and extends what you just talked about, that's really the best that you can do. That really is the best way to engage people and to really get them interested in downloading it, interested in engaging with you, and, and really move them forward. Now, you mentioned some things that I think are really important. Um, one is to keep it simple and have it be something that's a standalone because while you want it to be something that follows on to other things that you can do, you also want it to be something they're going to get value from by itself, but you do want to leave them wanting more. I think today people get so much information and if just like I do, if I get an ebook, what I do is first thing I do is download it and I quickly scan it to see how much content is in there. And that determines whether I do it now or whether I put it aside. And when I put it aside, very often I don't get back there for a long time because I just I have to remember to do it and I have to build in the time to do it. So you want something that they're going to say, I can take the five minutes now, get it done. It's also a great way if you do a worksheet to be able to have them send it to you to get a follow up call or consultation with you because then you know that they're really engaged and really interested in learning more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a couple of other things that work really well are um, if you have a uh, an assessment or a questionnaire um, that someone can use to assess where they are in their business or what they what direction they might want to go next. Um, that's a great first step for them. Uh, I've seen that very effectively used uh, with speakers where they the, what they give away is um, an, an assessment of what they've been talking about. You know, you, you like what they're talking about. You like the concept. And sort of the, the question you have in your head is, I wonder where I fit, you know, in that. Uh, if you can then provide them with an assessment, it's almost guaranteed they're going to go in and download it and find out where they are. Um, the other thing that's been very, very effective I've seen, uh, if you use PowerPoint, not everybody does, but if you do, um, I've seen get, uh, speakers get up and say, um, there's, you know, don't worry about taking snapshots of the screen or taking notes or whatever. I'll give you my PowerPoint presentation uh, after the after I talk. I'll let you know where you can go and download it. And e even that is a giveaway that's for free because they're going to now, if they're interested in what you said, or if you have some a really good talk, which I'm assuming you do, you have a really good talk. Um, they're going to pick up on some key points, or maybe some key quotes that you used, or some key stats that you presented, or something that really strikes them and they're going to want to see that 
um, that quote and who said it or that stat and where it came from or something like that. And they're going to go in then and download that presentation just to get that one slide. Yeah, they are. And because I'm always watching people at talks and presentations and they're always snapping camera, you know, from their phone, pictures of quotes and stats because they want to be able to have that for reference. So that's a great reminder. Yeah, and that's a great idea. And it does a couple things. One, it gives them what they need. And the second thing is, you know, I don't know about you, but when I'm up in front of a group speaking, I'd much rather have them focused on what I'm saying and not snapping pictures or trying to read the slide or, you know, really not paying attention to what I'm saying or what I'm doing. Um, I really want the attention on me. That's the point of being the speaker. So um, if you can sort of put them at ease and say, hey, you know what, you can get all this stuff. I'll send it to you. It's free. It's not a problem. Um, and that then lets them relax a little bit and listen to you and really engage with you and focus on you. So that's an, a benefit of that. Well, and I know it is conversation for another um, show, but I know one of the things that you always say is if you're using PowerPoint or using a presentation, don't make it too dense. Keep a few words on each page, but make them very thought-provoking and very eye-catching. Otherwise, people are so busy reading that they're not listening and they're really missing what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, I've been to presentations, I'm sure we've all been to presentations where the speaker basically reads the slides or, or they have nothing but slide after slide of bullet points and it's just so boring. Um, so, you know, I clearly don't do that. But if I find it useful to have PowerPoint, um, a, a lot of speakers don't. A lot of speakers just like to go up and speak and they, they don't really do that. But I like it. Uh, it tends to keep me focused and it tends to uh, be a way that I can actually have something of visual interest, have something that's really, really profound or key or important uh, up while I then expand on it, talk about it, uh, give some examples, tell stories, sort of give all of this, the context around whatever that slide says. So I think that's, that's really key. So just sort of summarizing, I think that to get free giveaways, you want to, again, try to leverage something you already have. Um, it could be the PowerPoint from a presentation you do. It could be a worksheet that you already have that you use in your business. Yeah, it could be um, a summary of a book that you have. It could just be the intro, the introductory chapter of a book that you already have. Uh, it could be something that, that you use on a regular basis that is just short, quick, easy to use, easy to uh, for the, the listener or for the, the audience member to complete or find an actual use for and really moves them along just the first step in the process. So I'd say, kind of wrapping it up, there's no reason why if you don't already have an opt-in offer that you should be able to easily create one or get some help creating one. So I challenge all of our listeners to go to Facebook and go to Turn Knowledge to Profit. And under today's episode, share a link to your opt-in so we can see what you're doing and let's get more exposure for you and your business. Thank you for sharing, Michael. Oh, you're welcome. It was great. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. 
Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.